0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth where we share the wisdom, the stories, and the insights to business owners. My name is John Cassie rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local federation of small businesses, membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today I'm delighted to have Karen with us. Hello, Karen.
1: Hello, very, thank you very much for having me. Oh, it's so a I, just, pleasure. I, I just got very distracted there because the puppy just walked in and I suddenly realised we were recording. Hello. Anyway, my puppy has just joined me. So it's <laughs> I me cannot... and my dog today. Yes, yeah,
0: so I can't compete with a puppy. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about your business.
1: Yeah, so I've been in business now for 15, 16 years. Um, I left corporate life back in 2004. So um, I, I followed the, um, the basic, uh, the, the, the classic track of wanting to get out of corporate life when I had my children, my eldest starting school and recognising that my uh, corporate um, senior management role going up to London, you know, once a week, travelling around the southeast wasn't really going to work around school hours. So I dropped off the corporate ladder and started a coaching business. Um, Believe it or not, as a life coach, that's how I began in my uh, little, little small days back in 2004. And over the last 15 years have built up, it's a coaching and training business, done a myriad of different things, big, long, windy journey, doing lots of different things, but now uh, specialize in business growth journeys for entrepreneurs who don't want the burnout. Um, so it's recognizing that um, it, we can grow without that 10x push hard, um, and recognise as a different path of growth. And that's what I specialise in, true profit business.
0: Excellent. It sounds exciting.
1: Ooh. It also sounds
0: there's a bit of a story behind it. You shared a little bit of stories from leaving corporate, but you made it sound yeah. so easy.
1: Yeah, well, it, you know, I think with all these things, isn't it, it's just journey, um, and you don't recognise where the meanders and the waves and the backwards and forwards go until you look back. There's something about um, looking back over 15 years and you're thinking, I've done so much but when I'm in it and I think this is I'm sure a lot of other business owners and entrepreneurs can relate to this is when you're in it you don't recognize the pivots and the switches and the changes that you make mm-hmm. um but yeah I kind of I went into it as I said initially as a life coach because that's what I trained as I became accredited coach and I felt that was um you know back then trying to find a <clears throat> excuse me a part-time uh, professional career as a mum to fit around school hours was just i mean it's still it's nine impossible, so that 's what I felt was my route out of um, a a well paid uh, corporate career. Um, it didn't take me long to recognize that um, I wasn't a terribly good life coach. I was, uh, yeah, I'd much better off as a mentor type of coach. I'm um, recognizing that um, actually a lot of people were starting to come to me and ask me about my, how I'm setting up my business, ask me about marketing advice. I came from a, um, probably about 12, 13 years' experience in recruitment as coming up the ranks in sales, um, reach director, director, so a lot of operations background, a lot of uh, sales and processes. Um, and I that's what I realized that's what people really wanted to buy from me. Um, so I got into teaching people about how to start up in business, which then led me into teaching more about social media. So when Facebook first started coming onto the Horizons as a marketing tool, and I spent probably about five or six years as a social media specialist, um, uh, and then realizing that you couldn't be a social media specialist because frankly, Facebook, Twitter, they all started doing their own thing, and I didn't want to specialise in one platform. And I was starting to kind of just fall out of love of tech, really, because um, you spent so long updating yourself of what the tech was doing that you then were just just constantly learning, learning, learning rather than what I wanted to do is spending more time with my clients. So I moved out to social media um, and got into the love of general business and uh, business strategy and business structure and processes which suits my mechanical mind and the way that I can see things working. So I've kind of almost done a kind of a bit of a big loop back to where I was back in when I left corporate days, which was an operations director um, with a heavy emphasis of sales and um, and, and systems and processes. So it is really interesting how we, we leave something behind going never again, and it's sort of come back, but in a much better form, working with much nicer people. Um, in a in an environment where it fits around my lifestyle of now two grown up kids um, living at home.
0: Fabulous. So this sounds like it's um, oh. under your own control now, whereas maybe before it was outside of your control.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it started off as a lifestyle business um, to suit me, being able to pick the kids up from school and go to the you know the the nativity plays. All those seem, all those years ago, it seems so long ago now. The sports days, and then as they they needed less of me to be there and they became teenagers I was able to step up and do more things in my own business so but it's always been around um my flow and my rhythm of how I wanted to work um so so yeah that's that's what's been the the really love of what I've been able to do is 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 in my control of when I work and how I work and and creating business models to be able to suit that.
0: So it sounds like you're walking your talk so because you talk about burnout as yes, being a key thing, and I, I, I suspect at this moment there's a load of business owners yeah. deep into burnout at the moment, trying to everything yeah. to make it something work. So, yeah. what tips do you have around that?
1: Yeah, so I, I come, I have the burnout t-shirt. I burnt out back when I was forty-two. I hit the proverbial wall, um, and it was it, my my burnout was triggered losing my dad to cancer. so yeah well you know and i think we've all got um all got shocking stories things that happen to us whether it's a divorce a loss of a parent a loss of a child i think when we get to a certain age and i'm now 51 um, we've all had those moments in our life where basically the proverbial hits the fan um, and high degrees stress you try and cope you try and get through you just hunker down and work harder. Um, thinking that if you just just focus on the job, we'll focus on business, things will be okay. Um, And what I learned through bitter experience is that it doesn't work like that. You know, I I didn't make any space for grief. I didn't make any space for my own recovery. Um, Menopause started hitting in as well. I fought against that going, I'm far too young to be menopausal, um, hormones out the kilter. So I had about four or five years of really, Unpicking um, the way that I was working and recognizing that actually how I had set up my business was doing me more harm than good. So, this is where I've learned so much about how to create business models and systems and processes to make sure that our well being is right in the center of our business strategy. Um, and yeah, you're spot on. You know, I mean, what's happened this year, 2020, who would have thought? Um, and you know, it's the, the, the it's, if people we all do it the amount of fear the amount of anxiety the feeling of not having any control um you know i talk about business planning and and quite often people just sort of like laugh hysterically plan (laughs) how can we possibly plan um and yet the importance of planning is still there how do we do it when we have this feeling of uncertainty and fear and worry and are we you know how can we make enough money next month the following month um so this burning out, you know, people, I've, I've seen, a, seen a lot of people just hunker down because they've had to, they felt, you know, cash flow problems, you know, whatever's been hit in, in, in all sorts of circumstances, that feeling of having to hunker down and work hard um, and it's adding to the problem. Whereas actually it is about, um, in my experience, and this is what I teach through the work that I do now, is that power of rest and replenishment and periods of space to be able to take a step back actually then speed you up. So my my mantra in life right now and has been for many years is do less, be more. So actually the less we do in our business, the more productive and more strategic we can be and actually see where the opportunities lie to be able to take a step up and scale our businesses. Um, so so yeah, so it is, you know, and it's against a lot of people's natural instinct right now is that how on earth do I need to take time? I've just got to keep going. I've just got to keep working at this, keep working at it, and actually is finding that time to process what's been going on, um, you know, from, from being able to, you know, navigate our, ourselves around a supermarket for goodness sake, you know, I mean, those stress levels that we're all coping with, these new rules and one-way systems through restaurants and having to wear masks, it's, all of that is laying on top of any stress and anxiety you have in your business. Um, I haven't seen many people being able to take that time to let it process, let it settle um which is then that's why i believe you can start to see the vision of new direction of where you might take want to take your business in the end
0: wow i think you're absolutely right and there's there's, you've indicated there's two ways of kind of like doing less one is Mm. to actually take some time out to reflect Mm. and the other is to look at your business and go where can i do i have to do everything is there something i can either let go of or have someone else do
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's these these cornerstones of looking at um, your people, your team, um, looking at the systems and the processes that go into business. Um, look at how your revenue systems are put into place. You know, how are you making money? And all of these things when you're busy doing the business and just trying to keep up with to do lists and current clients and marketing and social media. Um, there's never any time to breathe to actually take a step back and recognize actually if I spent the next two or three months focusing on an operations manual, focusing on some process and systems, focusing on um, maybe recruiting one or two people even on a part-time contractual basis, it will actually take some of the pressure off for me to be able to step forward and, and change things orientate my way and um, where the business is. So I, I always see business as a vehicle it's not we don't wake up on a Monday morning going, yay, I want to build a business. You know, that's not it's It's. I haven't met anybody that just wants to just build businesses, but they actually want to be able to recognize Well, what business is going to what vehicle can we step into to help us achieve our goals, our life goals, our, our ambitions, what we want to add to society. How do we want to contribute to communities? What income we want to make? And I always see a business is there to help you go from A to B to C to D. The business is not the end result. Um, so at least I, we can change things.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that because yeah. one of the things um, I've been meeting lots of business owners, and they they're all passionate about life and making a difference and doing something mm. that's often bigger than the business itself. But the biggest uh, the business is like a focal point behind it.
1: Yeah. So, Yeah. So you get trapped into, right, I've just got to make sales. So when I make enough sales, when I have enough customers, then I'll be able to make a difference. Yes. And that's, you know, I had, I was in that, that, that if, if I do this, that will happen when, when I get there, then I'll be happy. Um, And actually is you're putting, you know, you're putting the cart before the horse, flip it around And when you start to see the opportunities of how you can embed the purpose that you want to create, the impact that you want to create, the creativity you want to have in your business and embed it in the business, it actually then becomes so much easier. You then use your business to help you achieve your creativity goals, your impact goals, your purpose goals, rather than the other way around. Um, So that's it. It's um, it, it takes that strategic approach. It takes that coming backwards to be able to be able to know where to go forwards, so, and you know, and that's that's the deep work that I do with my clients. is almost like getting them off the conveyor belt, and saying stop. Okay, assess, review, reflect. What's going to work, and then plan and look at the long term picture, um, which you know might mean that they don't make any sales for two or three months. If that's allowing them the time to put in the systems and processes and teams in place for them to be able to accelerate where they want to go forward in the future.
0: Yes. So, if yeah. somebody's listening to this and they're thinking, oh, if I do a manual and I get structure, then it actually inhibits my creativity. What you're saying is actually it can form a foundation for more creativity. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I see a lot of people being very aversive to planning because they feel it's like a straitjacket on themselves. I just, I've gone into business to be freedom and I want choice. I want to be able to do what I want when I want, you know, all that kind of lifestyle entrepreneurial, sitting on a beach with a laptop type of thinking. Um, When actually, when you have a good plan in place and some good systems and processes, it's, it's like having a, you know, there's tra- trampolines. My, we never allowed our kids to have trampolines when they were younger because I thought they were death traps. Um, but you know, you, you, don't just buy a trampoline, you buy the netting that goes around the side, don't you? Yes. So it's that netting that allows you then to do the double flips and the star jumps and all backwards and forwards because the, the container is keeping you safe ish. Um, Without that, if you try to be all creative and jump around and have fun, you're more likely to bounce off and basically, you know, break a wrist or two. So it's that, it's that giving you that bit of container and some structure to then do the magic in between. So it's very much not a straitjacket, in my opinion. But what it, it, it's, it's changing the mindset. So it's getting people to start thinking, I could take some time out and do some planning and do some systems and processes. Actually, it does release... creativity and the flow and the space to be able to you know do what you want to be doing rather than just ticking things off a to-do list
0: fabulous so there's somebody listening to this and they're thinking you know what that makes a lot of sense so i'd like that structure that net in but i'd like to perform them the magic the jump in the star jumps in the middle (laughs) Uh, and they're looking for maybe some help with that how would they contact Mm -hmm. you karen
1: well, I'm, my, I'm all branded under my own name, karenskidmore.com. Um, you can come over there. There's a great starting point, two things. One is that you can buy a copy of the book that came out last year. So I had a, my second book, True Profit Business, How to Play Your Bigger Game Without Burning Out. And in there, there's um, basically looking at the growth pillars, the structure, um, different types of business models that you can look at to suit the goals that you want to aspire to. So that book's available on Amazon you name it any any book platform in fact actually it was shortlisted in the business book awards this year so that was uh, really cool and that was and that actually I was really proud of that because um, it was a judge-based competition it wasn't a popularity competition it was it was a whole room full of uh, books uh, professionals in the publishing industry actually judging your book Um, so I was like My goodness, very nerve wracking process. But yeah, so that was shortlisted in the Business Book Awards this year. Um, So you can get a copy of my book from anywhere or from my website. You can take the True Profit Test, which looks at the alignment of the money, creativity, and impact energies. And it's a really great reflective exercise. You look at it, you get some figures to look at, and it helps you understand where you might be out of alignment. So it might be that you're focusing too much on the money. And actually by looking at how you can bring more of alignment back into the purpose or the flow of your business will actually help actually boost your money. So it's a really great way of understanding what might be out of kilter for you.
0: Oh, that sounds fabulous. And we'll put those links and details on our website. We have a link to your books Brilliant. as well. And uh, I think that'd be great. And congratulations on the, uh, the award.
1: Thank you very much.
0: So, Karen, so if you happen to know of any other business owners, entrepreneurs that would benefit from being on the podcast, can you send them my way?
1: I absolutely will do. Yes. Yes. Uh,
0: Fabulous. Thank you ever so much for sharing your journey, your insights and your tips. I think it's been highly valuable today.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: Excellent. So this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And until next time, I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye, Karen. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as the Funding Platform. The FSB Funding Platform offers FSB members direct access to hundreds of business funding options with a single application. We help you find the right funding for your business, saves you precious time and lower the overall cost of the finance. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.